What's up? And welcome to Forte Catholic Radio. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. It is a great day today. We have a very special emphasis on the word special guest for you here today. Here's how we're going to set this all up. Uh, For those of you who have been listening on the podcast or on the radio for the last, I don't know, four to six months, there has been an update to um, my sign-off, you know, like Will Ferrell's Stay Classy San Diego. Um, I've had a very specific sign-off that uh, uh, we'll get around to here in a few minutes. If you you are an avid listener, you already know what the sign-off is. Uh, how we're going to set this up is I don't know if any of you have ever watched Jimmy Kimmel. He's a you know he, he's on late night TV. Grew up Catholic. He's all right. He's all right. Kind of an oddball, but he's all right. Uh, he's had this show for about ten years now, and uh, he's got this friend named Matt Damon. Uh, Matt Damon is uh, known for uh, movies that I can't think of right now. And uh, <laughs> there was that one, I think, that he uh, did something in. So they're friends, and Jimmy Kimmel has never allowed Matt Damon to come on for an interview. So about once a year, uh, Matt Damon sneaks onto the show, like, in costume, or he'll, like, be in, like, Ben Affleck came out one time with, like, this huge shirt on because Matt Damon was inside of his shirt, and he, like, came out and, like, you know, Jimmy's, like, trying to kick him off the show. He's like, get out of here, Damon. Like, we don't like each other. And it's this huge stick, right? Like, just like normal, you know, Ben Affleck will come on once or twice a year to promote his movie. Matt Damon doesn't come on, you know, but he sneaks on once or twice a year to promote his movie. But it's all this huge stick that, uh, that, uh, has been going on for 10 years, you know, and like like our, our great president said that I can't think of, Matt Damon probably played him in a movie at one point, um, carry a big shtick, you know, and that's what I want to do here on the show, carry a big shtick, uh, because this is this is all shtick. Everything I do is shtick here. So, um, yes, and I did just set the record for the most times the word shtick was said in a four-minute span. So, he continually has Matt Damon come on to the show one time Matt Damon like took like did like a hostile takeover of the show like he tied Jimmy to a swirly chair and like like uh, with duct tape and all these kinds of things right and it's just a blast to watch like if you've never seen it just go YouTube like Jimmy Kimmel Matt Damon saga and I watched the whole thing in like 30 minutes one day it is hilarious and after every single show that Jimmy Kimmel does, Every single one. His sign-off for 10 years has been, oh, sorry, we didn't have enough time to get to, to Matt Damon tonight, maybe next night, maybe tomorrow, right? So for, I don't know, four to six months or so, I tried to schedule um, this uh, new local character a few times, mm-hmm. and uh, he canceled on me and kept saying, oh, I can't do that day. I'm very busy. And then he would make sk- plans to go have dinner on Tuesday nights, when we record the show, with my other friends. So for four to six months, the sign-off of the Forte Catholic Show has been, sorry, we haven't had enough time for Father Jared Cook. See ya. So I have a very special co-host who is giggling 
like a schoolgirl <laughs> in the background. Notice that he, uh, right when I said that, he yes. uh, d- deepened his voice a little bit because he wants to feel manly. Father Jared Cook, how you doing, I'm, sir? I'm doing good. I'm I'm glad to finally be on your show, Taylor. Are you? I, I I'm glad you made time for me. <laughs> made time. I'm glad you finally invited me to come on your show. Okay, here's what happened. Uh huh. I invited you. You said no. <laughs> that first time I said, yep, this is right. You're like, I don't know you, you're crazy. Yep. And because I am persistent, I kept asking. You were like, oh, yeah, we'll schedule that. You're like, oh, I'm very busy. I'm a priest. I work once a week. Truth. You know, so you didn't want to come on the show. Like, why? My first question for you in this, in this inter- I'm going to just interview you a little bit to let, okay. the, let the good people get to know you. Yes. Uh, why do you hate me? Oh, that's so not true. I'm just embarrassed to be around you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, Taylor. Um, I don't hate you. I'm just... I, I, mm. You're just so good with words. <laughs> Look, you are a very um, interesting character. Um People who've never met Taylor, what you listen to is what you get in real life. That is Taylor Scroll, and he's a he's an interesting character. So it's just I I I feel like I I got to step up my game when I'm around Taylor, and I just because I am so busy as a priest, I just thought you know I oh come on we now. see your Instagram come, you're like oh look at me I'm at a winery looking at deer. <laughs> He's laughing because oh, that's what he posted jealousy. today. <laughs> Was that today? Also, you said my name wrong, so I'm going to call you Father Kooky for the rest of this. Oh, for the rest of this, wouldn't be the first time, Father Kooky. I've actually never said that. That's funny. Really, yeah. nickname for life. People have called me Cookie forever. Cookie, Cookie. No, I said Kooky. Oh well, like oh, that, I've been called that too. Kooky I've character. been called Coke. I've been called Cookie. I've been called Cookie. So. We have this. Uh, we had this theory this week. Oh no! And we, I don't. I haven't come up with an answer. Okay. Do you think, like biblical names? Yeah. Right. That these biblical names that mean exactly what the person did, like Veronica, the lady that wiped the face of Jim. Of Jim. Jim. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> she wiped the face of Jim too. She savior, practiced. Y'all. She practiced on Jim before yeah. she did it with Jesus. It's like it's going to be pressure. There's going to be Roman centurions. There's going to be yeah, yeah, yeah. So she practiced on Jim. Jim was the stand-in in case Jesus couldn't do it. Oh. You know, like a like a backup actor. Oh, we're reverend. <laughs> so, you're you're a priest. This is true. Okay. We've How is that not that. a reverend? <laughs> <laughs> they let you be a priest. <laughs> Whoa! On with your story. <laughs> on with the story. I I uh, hurtful. You're hurtful. Hashtag. Hurtful. We'll talk about uh, that penance you gave me in confession here. <gasps> no, that we was probably hurtful. shouldn't do that. No, it was fun. It was fun. Anyway, Veronica um, we'll, wiping the face we'll of get Jim. Rocked. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Veronica means true image, mm. right? So, like, she definitely lived up to her name. Like the Sons of Thunder. Yes. Were they named that because they were thunderous, or were they named Sons of Thumber- Thunder and they were puny kids, but they had to live up to their name? What do you, What do you think, as a, as the biblical scholar that you are? Did people live up to their names, or were they given these names because of how they lived? <sighs> I asked, Father Jared would say one, and Jared would say another. <laughs> let's be honest. What about Kooky? Oh, let's not have three Jareds here, okay? <laughs> um, no, I think that, that their names came from their actions in life. Okay. Yeah. 
So the reason I asked that question yes. is because my last name, which you mispronounced, is Shrol. Okay. It means uncouth and lacking refinement. And I'm just wondering so through, through this, yeah, through this biblical scholarship that yeah. I'm doing, you know, yes. the high level stuff, yes. you know, because I'm very brilliant. Uh, Can we take a vote on did that? Did I live? No, no Twitter poll for that. <laughs> uh, did I live up to that name or was I, was I destined for this? What's the definition again? Uncouth, mm-hmm. unrefined, mm-hmm. lacking good manners. Yes. I hope everyone heard that twice now. Um, yes, that is very fitting. Um, you live up to it and it, it, it comes from, yeah, from you. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I, I'm glad. You're I'm welcome. really you glad. You live up to your name. I do live up to my name. It's a very strong name. It is. A- I'm like kooky. <laughs> okay. Here's what we have to address. Oh, no. Because not only did you not come on the show for very long. <laughs> my apologies. I booked you for this. Two weeks ago, I, I pinned you into a corner and yes. I said, you're coming on the show. Give me a date. Yes. You picked that date. I did. And then a week before that date, yes. you decided to go behind my back and oh. to go on another great show on Red Sea Radio. <laughs> I'm not mad at them, but our good friend Judy Como wonderful over, woman. yeah, wonderful woman over at uh, Red Sea Roundup. Yes. You went on her show before mine. When, when did she ask you to come on the show? It was very quick, um, like two weeks before. So I... I come back to our original question. Yes. Why do you hate me? It's not that I hate you. It's just that Judy is far more affirming than you are. Um, she's a lot more gentle <laughs> than you are. I affirm everything that is wrong in you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, quite honestly, I, I, I felt like Judy Como is wonderful. She is. She would be like the perfect warm up. And my perfect, you know, way to debut into radio, this is my second time on the radio, to really prepare me for the master that is Taylor. I am just angry because I I, I have been asking you this for months. Um, Taylor. Yes? Anger is not from God. Tell that to Jesus <laughs> in the temple. Jeez. Read your Bible, Catholic. Righteous. Right, come on. Oh, this anger is righteous. Uh, why don't we also talk about, let's speak yes. of, speaking of anger. Did uh, I tell you how excited I am to be on your show? You haven't, uh, no. Well, <laughs> I'm very excited to be on your show. We'll start in a few minutes. Very good. <laughs> so you were late today. I, I had a, I, one minute late. My apologies. Uh, and you were texting me while driving. Uh, 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 and, uh, because you don't care about the priesthood and sustaining your life and continuing the great priesthood that God has called you to. I'm sorry, Bishop. I was texting you back whilst driving, and uh, yes. you were being late night. And what did I tell you? The last thing I texted you, you were late, but I said, oh, you don't remember. You're having to pull it up. I'm sorry. What did you say? I said... That I would do, oh. I would do you a favor oh, when you, no. when, uh, upon your arrival, mm-hmm. you said, "I'll hear your confession upon arrival." Okay, so I said I would hear your confession upon arrival. Are you ready? And what was my response to you before I tell you if I'm ready or not? You said that I wasn't ready. I said that you wouldn't be able to handle it. I wouldn't be able to handle <laughs> yes. it. Yes, I want to test that theory. Um, this is bad news bears written all over it. I'd like to hear your confession now. <laughs> um, this is a bad idea. Uh, forgive me, Taylor, for I was late. <laughs> forgive me, Taylor, <clears throat> for I was late. 
it has been six months since I told you I'd come on my show. It's been six months since I told you that I was interested in coming on your show. I am heartily sorry for offending you. I'm heartily sorry for offending you. <laughs> for the loss of friendship and the pain of sarcasm. Are we not friends? Not anymore. Uh, for the loss of friendship and the pain that it... Of, of the pain of sarcasm. Of the pain of sarcasm. And I firmly resolve. And I firmly resolve. With the help of your great radio hosting skills. With the help of your great radio hosting skills. That we will have a great show. That we will have a fantastic show. And I accept you in the name of uncouthness. <laughs> and I accept you in the name of uncouthness. Okay. No, that was, I was saying that to you because I was, uh, I, I was supposed to absolve you, but I can't do that because I don't have magical powers like you. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you can't tell already, Father Jared and I are friends. <laughs> I don't know if that came across. And the reason that I enjoy, I really enjoy our friendship and I wanted to have you on. I've never been friends with a priest. Really? I've been friendly with many. I've had a sure. mentor of a priest. You're definitely not that. Um, wow. But <laughs> this has been fun. Like, the fact that you and I can just sit here and chum it up and poke fun at each other, like, there are other priests, oh boy, I would never think to make fun of them <laughs> to their face, right? Uh, exactly. I, You, it's just come so easy. Our texting conversations. They're ridiculous. Oh, they're so much fun. They so, are. But here's what I want to get at. Okay. I want to hear a little bit about your story. That oh. was the plan for this segment, but I told you I was just going to make fun of you for a while. Yes. And we're almost done with the segment. So, so Fantastic. Here, here's what we're going to do instead. Okay. Um, you, sir, yes. have heard my confession. Or are you going with this? Um, it, you won't be defrocked, I promise. Okay, yes. You have heard my confession. I, I, I have. I, I, be I, I believe I have. Have I? Yes, you definitely have. And you remember. Don't be like, oh, I'm so holy. I don't remember. I don't remember hearing your confession. Are you serious? I'm not allowed to say. Are you really not allowed to say that you remember that you heard? I know you can't say like what I said, but you can't say that you heard a certain person's confession. I would like to be, I'm better. I want to stay safe. <laughs> better safe than sorry. If you don't know canon law, just don't do anything. Exactly. And you won't break canon uh -huh. law. This is new. Well, I can say it. You uh, heard my confession once. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I hope it was a good confession. It was. It was in your oh, truck. It was awesome. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're like, this doesn't ring a bell. And he's like, yes. He's like nodding to me. I'm just kidding, canon lawyer. He's not nodding to me. I didn't know that was a rule. I don't think that's a rule. I think you're wrong. I'm just wanting to be safe. Okay. So uh, here's what I want to know. Yes. Uh, uh, let's assume that you've heard my confession. Yes, let's assume. Because you definitely have, and it was in your truck uh, in the parking lot of a of a restaurant. Which restaurant? You don't remember, <laughs> or you can't uh, say. <laughs> I'm going with your fictional story here. Let's uh, hear it. Uh, let, let's just say it was Fish Daddy's. Oh, gosh. I love Fish On Daddy's. a Friday night during Lent. Oh, Let's just we, say we would have gone there we, on a Friday we night. Would have done we, that. we would have. I yes. would have paid. You would have been thankful, and I hope you remember that part. <laughs> I'm very grateful that That's, you would have paid for this yeah, meal in Thank this you. fictional situation yes. that I lost forty five dollars in. <laughs> so, so worth it. So you have heard my confession. 
Okay. You said that I would not be. What did you say? I wouldn't be ready. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to handle your confession. I, that is what I said in my text message. I obviously cannot hear your confession other than the fake one we just did. Yes. So here's what I want to know: knowing everything that you know about me yes. and how uncouth I am, and the the people listening know who I am, right? Yes, they uh, do. They and know, they're still listening. I know. They know that you're a priest man. Yes. Um. You know your sins. You know the reason. Uh, that you think that I wouldn't be able to handle your sins. So mm. here's my question to you oh, that I've man. never been able to truly ask of another human being because oh. you can only ask this of priests. And we're doing this on the radio? Because they're the only one that know. Okay. Who's a worse sinner, you or me? <laughs> <laughs> Keeping all this in mind, feel- everybody knows me. You were late. You didn't come on my show. You don't like me, but you're a priest. Like, who's the worst sinner? First things first, I know you are so proud of that question. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you've been waiting to pull that one out, I've had you? six months to prepare for this interview. <laughs> it's your fault. Oh, no. <laughs> I, of course, am the bigger sinner. Do you really think that, or are you just like being like priest fake humble? I'm, I, oh, don't put me in that corner. <laughs> you are big on corners. Stop cornering me like that. I'm prepared for this interview. You texted me. You're like, oh, I've been busy as a priest. I'm not prepared for this. I am not prepared for this. You carry the show. This is me carrying the show. This is what you asked for. This is good. Um, look, we are all sinners, um, some more than others, but you know, we um, thank, thank God. God is merciful. Um, I still think I'm the, I'm the greater sinner. So here's here's what I think. I'm not going to do a Twitter poll because they, like oh, I Lord. would definitely lose if I went up against a priest. Oh, I think we should do this Twitter Twitter uh, vote. I mean, we can if you want to. I think we should. But here's the thing. Like, people that don't know you are definitely yeah. going to pick me just for the fact that you're okay. a priest and I'm going to lose. Um, I definitely think I'm the bigger sinner. Um, so, you know what we're going to do? What's that? We're going to... Uh, Come back. We're going to get a little bit more about your story. We're going to keep this show rolling because I'm having way too much fun. (laughs) We'll be right back. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a message from Definitely Not Taylor. If you are listening to the show, you should totally rate it and subscribe to it on iTunes. To rate it, go to the iTunes Podcasts app on your phone, search for Take Catholic, scroll down to Review, give five stars, write that you like the show, and then move on with your day. Enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back to Forte Catholic as we record here from the Red Sea Radio Above Ground Studios. It's great to have you back in. Father Jared Cook is here today. I made it back. You did. You did. From the break. You didn't leave in between segments. I thought about leaving and not coming back for another four months. I yeah. thought the canon lawyer genie was going to pop up and <laughs> take you away after that first segment. Here's what I want. How long have you been a priest, dude? Oh, man. We're pushing a year. Yeah, pushing you. I just called you a priest dude. That you was called fun. me a priest dude. That reminds me of one, of one of the yeah one of the first times we ever spoke it through text message. Yeah, I was like, thanks, bro. I was like, wait, father, father, brother, bro. bro. Catholicism's weird. Okay, so, so, I love it. Uh, I love it. 
Here's what I want. How long have you been a priest? Did you answer the question? P- pushing a year. Yeah. Pushing. Nine, nine ten months, something like that. Pushing daisies. Yeah. Pushing a year. So, baby priest, and here's what I want. I want the report on your first year. Oh, I want. So I want to just ask you a few questions about your first year. Okay. Some uh, very, very serious. This is a very serious show. Okay, sure. Um, make Catholicism serious again. Yes. <laughs> The exact opposite of this. Uh, others will be a, a little fun. So in your first year, what is, and this is rapid fire, dead air. You've not, I know this is only your second time oh, on radio. of those things. Okay. Dead air does not work. And I don't want to have to carry this interview any more than I already okay, have to. Okay, well, don't ask complex questions. I'm then. going to ask very tough questions. Oh, man. What has been the most surprising thing? You expected something different. The most surprising thing in your first year of priesthood. Most surprising thing. Oh my gosh, off the top of my head without me thinking and coming up with something really smart. That's a rude, bald joke. Very rude, bald joke. (laughs) The top of your head. Mm -hmm. It's all off the top of my head. Very surprising. This whole show, it's just like my head. Off my my hair, (laughs) off the top of my head. Um, How amazing the uh, honest, honest to goodness. One of the things that has surprised me the most is how um, amazing the old folks in our parish are. It has been a blast with them. I actually enjoy spending more time with them than I do people like Taylor. I uh, saw that coming, and it was hurtful before you even said it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> what, what what makes you like the old people? Um, well, first for for starters, they're they're very kind to me, unlike the person sitting across the table from me. But that's beside the point. It's always about Taylor. Gosh, um, I honest to goodness. When I, when I left seminary, we had a formation director um, who, ad nauseum, all throughout the time we were in seminary, his advice for us once we were ordained and got in the parish was three things. Let the people love you, love them back, and don't you dare take advantage of them. And he would always laugh afterwards, but he was so dead serious about it. And it was so easy coming to St. Joseph's because especially the older uh, generations just I've I gained like 500 grandparents. That is how amazing they are. I really thought you were going to say Facebook followers. <laughs> Actually, some of them are on Facebook. I'm quite impressed. Yes, uh, but no, they're just extremely lovable people, and they're always they're lifting me up as a priest. You know, there's a lot of uh, unf- you know just the way it is as a young priest. I I have I feel like I have a lot of pressure, not necessarily to be a people pleaser, but um, really just to kind of be able to identify and connect with the people, but they are just so good at, at meeting me halfway and building me up and always asking how I'm doing. Uh, and it's just been a, it's been an amazing experience, especially with the older crowd. And of course I do better with the younger crowd. I'm all about young adult ministry and, and, and especially being at the school. So it's just been very surprising to me how much I've connected with the elderly um, folk, the wise folk of the parish. Speaking of uh, social media and the Uh-oh. Facebooks, yes, uh, you are very active on the Instagrams. I I am active on the Instagrams. I uh, have a couple hours ago, actually. To what? I just did. You see the one from today? No, I'm very busy. I actually work more <laughs> oh, than one day a week. My lord! <laughs> so <laughs> have mercy. Uh, you're on Instagram. I am, and you post pictures of yourself from when you were 
high in high school. I almost said when you were single in high school, like that would elude other things that, <laughs> that aren't, would elude aren't other true. Things. Uh, when you were a, a strapping young man, uh, didn't know that you were going to be celibate for the rest of your life. Why? why do you, Which is a why, wonderful life, by the way. Oh, yeah. Do you like that? I, I let's talk about that later. Yes, I love okay, it. Actually, well, I'm going to write this down. Oh, he's we'll making t- we'll notes. Talk about, we'll talk about. Yes. Uh, the uh, celibacy. It is a beautiful life. I don't know how to spell that word. We're just going to move on. Yes. Um, so. <laughs> That's what's called humility. No one else had to know that. I'm very humble. Oh my lord! So nothing's Can ever. Can we take another nothing, Twitter vote on nothing's that? Nothing's ever about me. <clears throat> yes. I uh, put others first at all Absolutely. times. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> as you could tell in my social yes, media. Yes. 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 So what? What? Did, what's the point of sharing those old photos? Like, what are you thinking? I want to get inside your brain. Very scary thing to do. I want uh, yes. to get inside your brain when you're posting those pictures. Well, you know, I, I, I'm all about the the hashtag Throwback Thursday, which you haven't seen my throwback today. I'll pull up. Okay. You keep talking to the people. Um, but I'll also, I and, and and I like it so much that I even have prescribed to that flashback Friday, right? So I, honest to goodness, my family, my family, my family had uh, moved a couple years ago, and so Your I, family. <laughs> my kooky family, so I got my hands in a whole bunch of old photos, and of course. I didn't scan them. I took just shots of them with my cell phone. And so I've got a file full of of young pictures and high school pictures. And, and you know, this is part of my I, – I look at it as part of my ministry. One of my whole reasons for being on social media um, and one of my goals <laughs> – stop laughing. You just looked at the picture, didn't you? I looked at the picture. I'm laughing at what you said, though. It's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I consider it part of my ministry because it's the only thing I do other than mass on Sunday. <laughs> that is so not true. <laughs> I worked today. I posted a throwback Thursday. That's it. I really want people to know that priests are real people. I want people to understand you know, that we've come from all walks of life. Um, and so when I find a picture of me and my high school friends, you know, which I posted uh, a couple months ago. It was a throwback Thursday. Um picture. Uh, I just want people to know that we come from all walks of life and that we are normal people. We continue to be normal people. Um, and, you know, we can hang out with the best of them. You know, we can, uh, uh, if we're of age, we love to to go enjoy a beer with friends. We love to binge watch our favorite Did TV you show. Say if you're of age, how many under 21 year old priests do you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a true statement. <laughs> Stop cornering me. Gosh. Uh, this 13-year-old just heard my confession. <laughs> that is so not right. It was on October 31st. <laughs> you see, I had this really good example, and you're just dogging it. Okay. You get my point, though. That is I one of my that is one of my uh, my reasons for doing that. And um, um, so, yeah, I love doing it. You need to do more of that, you know, when you had hair. Oh, no. that's It's so depressing. Is it now? Yeah, because like I look at these pictures and I look at you and I'm like, oh, this guy had a future. And then I look at you now and I'm like, man, like that's why I struggle with those with those throwback pictures. I'm like, man, I used to be in shape and good at stuff and good looking, and now I have to do radio so no one can see me. You've got a great radio face. You Thank do. you. That's you never really? been mentioned on this show. You're the first. Oh well, you're welcome. Today. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, here's your picture from today. You're receiving your first communion at St. Michael's Catholic Church. I grew up at a St. Michael's Catholic Church. Did you really? Church. Maybe that's why we, whatever oh, this man. is, like. It's like, uh, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at like. like. So, yeah, before we, go too, before we go too much further, um, you mentioned something about how you are trying to humanize the priesthood, and I actually want to compliment you. Mm-hmm. Um, no, very surprising. Brace yourself. I'm, I'm ready for this. I think you've done that for me. Ah. You know, like even even people listening right now, a lot of like 
I can already imagine somebody being like, oh, you can't make fun of the priesthood, Taylor. You need to stop. You need to, I'm not making fun of the priesthood. I'm making sure. fun of you. You right. know, like, like – I'm glad to be your punchy bag, bro. Because like with with Jesus, right? Sure. There's there's the heresy on the side, like he's all God, he's all divine. There's no humanness with him at all. There's the other heresy on the other side where he's just human, he's not divine. Both of those are heresies that like for him, it's fully God and fully, fully man, right? right. But I think there's this a similar thing for for you, for priests, where it's like I can see I in my life I have tended towards the they are I don't think you're divine but like the holy the set apart just those things which are true sure but at the same time like you're a human being with your own struggles with your own joys which with your right. own desires and like that's why I've enjoyed our friendship because I'm like I get to make fun of a priest and he makes fun of me back and we're friends and <laughs> and it's still like like I absolutely respect your collar just not you I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just kidding he was waiting for that I'm, line I'm too just gosh it's been in his back pocket I'm sure I've uh, all of my jokes are pre-planned I'm just kidding. I'm sure that was actually it's yeah. all off the top of my head like man so thank you that's number one and don't send me hate mail people get over it okay um, <laughs> next question for you yes you have a special mass tagline that I have a I have a l- absolute love for except for in one scenario so I want to dive into that a little bit what I one thing that I don't know first of all let the people know what is your mass tagline you say it in every every homily I, I tend to do that and uh, it has just sort of stuck I um, when I begin my homilies generally <clears throat> excuse me in one form or another, I will always say, um, I will say good morning, good evening, and I will say thank you for making Jesus a priority in your day, and I'll let that lead into what I'm going to say. It's fantastic. I love it. It's phenomenal. Thank you. Um, my next question is, I, I've actually never asked you this because I've always just made fun of you for the next part that I'm going to I'm going to yes. ask you about. Where did that come from? Like, where did you actually get that idea? I've never asked you. Brother, I'm going to chalk that up to the Holy Spirit. I really don't know. I think actually. <clears throat> Now that I think about it, I was so impressed with the sheer amount of people that were attending daily mass at St. Joseph Catholic Church. And when when we had a packed house for nearly every daily mass, I was just kind of in my excitement and my kind of my shock. Um, it came out one day that thank you for being here and for really truly making Jesus a priority in your day. You could be doing anything else that you want to do right now. And yet you find yourself here. You made the choice to get up from doing whatever you're doing, setting aside your goals for the day, and you came and you began your day with Christ or you ended your day with Christ. So it just kind of caught on. And I don't know, maybe it's the affirmation I got after Mass. I'm like, this is a keeper. I have to be here. You people decided to be here. Come visit me. I'm very lonely. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there is one time, and I've told you that, I—, I, I it's yes. one of those things. Just like today, I'll compliment you, then make fun of you. Like there it's, you it's that's just how. Build me just up, how I, break me down, break you down. Got just it. I'm just like God in that way. Oh, just like just like the Jesus. Um, there's one I, I absolutely love that saying. Yes. There's one time that I don't. I know which time you're talking. What, about. what time is that, Father Jared Cook? Well, why don't you? You're so good at telling stories. Go for it. So you celebrate mass. I do at at the church, and all those people chose to be there. They did. On Sundays, most of them chose to be there. Some yes. some of the kids were dragged along by their parents. Some <laughs> of the husbands dragged along by their wives, you know. Yes. Um, you celebrate Mass at the Catholic school. I do, which is awesome. And sometimes, you know, some you know, junior high, high school kids, sometimes they're not, let's just say, the most engaged in Mass. Right. And you stand up there to a crowd that's, you know, 
20% fully engaged. Right. Ten uh, percent interested. Right. Another, working on another it this 10% year. Ten percent watching. Yeah. Yeah. Another ten percent passed out. You know, in their chair. You know, like okay. <laughs> so it's just it's just how it is. Right. Things. You're right. Things right. have been improving. We've done things <clears throat> to improve it. But sure. there's always going to be. You know, there, there's some like kids that aren't even Catholic that are in the mass. Right. Like, what do they care? Yeah. You know, uh, as much as we can do, they're just like whatever. I don't believe in God, so why would I listen to this? Right. <laughs> But you're you're engaging. You're a good homeless. But you always start by saying, "Thanks for making Jesus a part of your day." They don't have a choice. <laughs> they don't, <laughs> which is awesome. You're giving them um, a compliment, and it's like, Father Jared, congratulations on being born. You did nothing. This is oh, not. No. This is not your congratulations. You know, with as creative as you are, Taylor, you have yet to give me any pointers on what else I could say to those those. Uh, those young impressionable minds to you know have that that tagline. I bet you could come up with something amazing right now. Do it. Look, guys. I usually say thanks for making Jesus part of a day, yes. a part a, a part of your day. Yes. But you guys are stuck here. Yes. So how can we salvage something about this? Here's what I have to say. Boom. Prepared homily. Boom. That's all you got to do. Boom. That's all you got to do. I would have been a great priest. Except for the celibacy part. So let's talk about that, right? <laughs> oh, no. Is, like, is that difficult? I imagine that it is because I know me and I know males. Sure. Is that a, is that a difficult thing? How does that go for you? Yeah, look, um, celibacy, um, and, and, and of course, this is hindsight 2020. I, I will tell you, it, it was it, it has always been difficult because, yes, I am a man, um, and, and that is a natural gift from God to have these, these uh, instincts and these feelings and stuff. And so going through seminary, um, it was truly a process to really um, come to understand the church's um, wisdom behind celibacy. Um, and, uh, and of course I've been living this life now cause I was in seminary for nine years, long process. No, no girlfriends during <laughs> no, no time. No. No girlfriends in seminary. Hey, I mean, it's, strictly it's, it's, forbidden. Well, I mean, it's a rule, but it's not like from God yet. Now it's from God. Now, 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 now it's from yeah. God. Now it's from That's God. That's just some guy being like, "I'm celibate, so you have to be too." That, that's right. <laughs> Look, when I got to the point where I realized that this is going to be a lifelong process, I was able to handle it a lot better. Just like marriage is a lifelong process, so is celibacy. Um, <clears throat> a lot of guys too, when they struggle with things and they, um, especially with celibacy, just trying to understand it and, and really live the life. Um, one of the first things they think of is, okay, I'm just, I, I'm definitely just called a marriage then. Well, and some, a priest told me this one time, he said, he said, look, um, there is just as much loneliness in marriage as there is in the priesthood, as there is in celibacy. And that just kind of like blew my mind. And as I've got to know more and more married couples and the struggles that they go through. They also are all miserable. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> you get the point. It is, it is a, it is, you know, loneliness, which can come from things like um, celibacy, but also from marriage. That, that is a, that is a, that's, that's human. That is a human condition. And it's something we all struggle with in different ways. But um, I will say, and, I love my bishops. I love them both greatly. But one of the, I would say that obedience is harder than celibacy, quite honestly. Um, you did it very well earlier when I made you do the uh, Taylor's act of contrition. You were very obedient. You've practiced I, I, well. I, I, I was. I don't know why, but I was. I'll probably regret that later, but <laughs> I was. <laughs> uh, if only we were recording this. Oh, wait. Oh, we are. Oh, snap. 
Okay, we have one minute left in this segment. Oh, fine. What is the thing from the priesthood, from your first year, that I haven't asked you the question for, you have to share? Oh, my gosh. Final thing. You got to give me a better question than that. What do you want? What do you want to know? I want to know. <laughs> Lag time. How much time do you actually put into your homilies? Okay. It depends. If it's going to be a Sunday homily, I pull out all the stops. Quite honestly, because that is the one time in the week that I get the the biggest crowd, and that is not a pride thing. That is just a this is my opportunity, this is my chance, and so I really do put a lot into it. I and I told Judy this the other day. I I have been given um, just a, a gift from God of writing. I'm not a natural speaker. I can't really speak off the cuff. You didn't very have well. to say that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't even get through my stories. Oh my gosh, um, and so I tend to write out all of my homilies. Um, half the time I stray from them when I actually write them, but I write them as a script. So I write them sort of as I, as I'm going to present them. And, um, so yeah, none of this show is scripted. I don't know if you can tell. I know. How have I been doing? <laughs> Goodness it's gracious. been fun. Father Jared, you are amazing. I wanted to say just kidding, but I can't. It, it's really true. Thank guys, you for that. we will be right back with our final segment with this kooky priest. Hey, it's Taylor. Aren't you glad I'm not using voice modulation between these two segments? You're welcome, friends. Hey, I just wanted to stop and take a moment to tell you to go visit the website for all your Forte Catholic needs. F-O-R-T-E Catholic.com. You can find old podcast episodes. You can find info on my music, on my speaking. You can find booking information if you want me to come out to your parish or diocesan event or school, I would love to go check it out. F-O-R-T-E-Catholic.com and enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. This is your dancing host, Taylor Schroll. Mm -hmm. I am very white, so I can only dance one half at a time. Top half or bottom half. So when I'm sitting down, my top half's pretty pretty okay. I can dab with the best of them. Father Jared, what's your best dance move? First of all, be glad you didn't see what I just saw Taylor <laughs> doing with this dance thing. It was beautiful. It was um, beautiful. Yes, I'm sorry. What was your question? I was very what's distracted. What's your favorite dance move? My favorite dance move? I can't say on the radio. Okay. I'm joking. What? You should have seen everyone just whoop, you do look at me. You do realize that that answer is worse than whatever the actual answer is? Um, are we saying individual dance or like dance with a partner? You can't dance with a partner. We talked about your celibacy in the last segment. I I two-stepped with my mother at a wedding I just went to, and it was wonderful. Oh, that's I'm a two -stepper. sad, I think. I'm a <laughs> Old ladies and my mom are the only ones I'm allowed to dance with. I can line dance. Oh, oh I love that's line really, dancing. That's, you just saved yourself. You I just love it. kept your mom you know? out of the old <laughs> lady section. That was really good. I love good. my mama. That was classic. Anyway. So last segment we talked about, we did like the review of your first year in the priesthood. Yes. I'd give you a solid A minus. That would be <laughs> you know my what? grade for you. From Taylor, I will take that. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's what I want to talk about. What's next? Uh, we talked a bit at the end of the last segment that you uh, are a pretty ambitious fellow. So when are you going to be the bishop? Hopefully never. Why not? You don't have ambition? God didn't place this <laughs> desire to uh, impact the church in a larger scale? 
Um, I'm not Bishop Material. Amen. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> no, I um, I, I I don't need to be a bishop to have a, a far reach. I, I really don't. Um, I'm grateful for our bishops, and there are some people who are just totally they are they are chosen by God to be bishops. And I, you know what? Who knows? One day I'm open to the Spirit, but I'm hoping not. So how can you be ambitious as a priest? How can you be ambitious as a priest? Yeah. Um, I have I have big dreams, and you're just like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very fine where I'm at. I am so happy where I'm at. Um, <clears throat> well, first of all, you, you can have ambition with whatever place you find yourself in in life. You can find ambition with anything that you do. Um, you know, you can have goals. I can. I asked if you can. I, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I can. I do. And I, I, I do have ambitions. Uh, I have ambitions to save souls. You're so holy. I... So, okay. So <laughs> here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about amb- amb- ambition. Yes. I actually, we've been joking about Twitter polls this whole time. I we actually have. ran a Twitter poll and this is the second most thing in the Twitter poll that people wanted to hear about. No kidding. So I did this radio tease to go along with your seven-month radio tease. You've only been in radio twice, but you did a seven-month radio tease. Good for you. It's been wonderful. Uh, The Bible, you heard of that? What? The Bible. Oh, yes. The Bible. Okay. Yes. It's the the other book you read that's not the sacramentary. (laughs) I don't know how often you read that one. The sacramentary is full of the Bible. It is. So. Uh, the Bible has the story in Genesis chapter 11, which is a, it's okay. a, it's a pretty common story. Sure. The story of the Tower of Babel, the Leaning Tower of Pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Tower of Babel. They're not the same thing, people. I don't want you to believe <laughs> I don't want you to believe that. That would be awesome. Actually, you know this what? This is your show. Let people believe Let what people they believe. That's right. That. Okay. So in Genesis chapter 11, let's let's just test your knowledge. What, what, oh, this is a bad idea. What happens in the Tower of Babel story? You, 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 you uh, are smarter than a child. Why don't you share the story? <laughs> <laughs> don't they like build this tower because they're trying to reach God? Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 What, what was their motivation? What was the problem with it? Trying to reach God isn't a bad thing. What's no. the problem with it? What was their problem? I'm not pulling this up on my iPhone, am I, Taylor? You definitely are. I should liar. have read this scripture before. Do I need to hear your confession again? You do. Okay. So they they invented brick making. Oh yeah, that's they did. that's the part of the story that, uh, to be fair, I didn't remember either. Fair enough. Uh, but then again, I didn't give my life to uh, the priesthood. So <laughs> they had this incredible technical innovation of brick making, and they wanted. To they said, "Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens." Amen. Which sounds all right, right? So that we can make a name for, for ourselves. ourselves. Ah, yeah. Otherwise, we will be scattered over. The- all of a sudden, you're able to just quote this like it's word for word, like you're just reading it off of a piece of paper or your phone or something. Your text message. <laughs> my text. Oh, I should read more. My of those. notes. <clears throat> yeah, I prepared you for this, and you're just like, yeah, I'm not going to look at it. <laughs> Otherwise, we will be scattered. Here's the interesting part. Yeah. He says, we'll make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. Mm. Can you guess the outcome of this story? Mm. God scattered them across the face <laughs> of, of the course. entire earth. Of course. Right? They're like, if we don't make a name for ourselves, we'll right. be scattered. And God's like, no, because you did this, you dummies, That's I'm right. going to scatter you. And he made them babble like you do in your homilies. I, wait, what? Do I have to edit that out? I'm just kidding. I oh, really would never. I, I really like your homilies. Thank you. They're really good. Uh, I've actually, because you never came on the on the show, I actually used a lot of material 
of yours from your homilies as segments on the show. You're welcome, ladies and, and gentlemen. And never gave you credit. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> to be fair, the biggest – I did a whole segment on one of your homilies, and you admitted in your homily that you stole it from another priest. So it's fine. I didn't go Oh, him. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You called me ordinary. It was very I rude. I did. Sorry. Okay. That's an inside joke. If you listen to the show for a very long time, <laughs> since this whole Father Jared kooky saga, oh, you know what we're talking about. So uh, if there's ever a, cre- a question as to like our motives whenever we have ambition – the Lord scattered them from all all over the earth, and they stopped building the city. Like that's the question of if God cares about our intentions, our mm-hmm. our motivations. Behind, yeah, our motivations yeah. behind our actions, right? Definitely. So, um, have you heard of uh, Adam and Eve? Also in the Book of Genesis, which part is that? Uh, would Would you like to uh, scroll to Genesis chapter one, two, and three? They appear. I they very appear much there. know who Adam and Eve okay. are. Yes. So they were forbidden to eat what, priest man? Um, corn on the cob, apple, corn, corn. Uh, fruit, fruit from the tree. Of it knowledge. doesn't say apple either, but there you go. Fruit. Way to fix it. Fruit in the in the garden of Gethsemane. No, sir, Eden. There you go. I was trying to throw you off. So uh, he's really trying to corner me again. I really am. Jeez. So it's like ever since then we've been trying to cover up these flaws, not necessarily with the fig leaves like they did, but we've been trying to cover it up with our accomplishments, like like they did at Babel. It's like if I can make a name for myself, if I can accomplish things, if I can have a best-selling book or I can sell a business for multi-billions of dollars or if, you know, I finally signed that record deal that I've been uh, dreaming of since uh, – never mind. I gave up on that. One day, Taylor. Uh, if Or, you know, if you can get a 1,000 followers on Instagram to like your picture of you um, with frosted tips in eighth grade. No. Um, whatever you can do to try to mask this pain that you have in your life. Oh, though. yes. Um, or the, or even building the the world's tallest tower like this is to try to mask our sinful human condition. Earlier, you admitted that you're a sinner. I didn't go as far, uh, <laughs> but the people know the truth. The people know the truth. That so um, people try to use work as a means for making a name for themselves, yeah. uh, for saving themselves. Right. When really, we should be working for whom? We should always be working for the greater glory of God. <laughs> Just you're right, but the way you said that was hilarious to me for some reason. I don't know if it'll come across on the audio, but your face was hilarious oh, as wonderful. it usually is. Oh, thank you. So here's a part of this story that I never heard. Uh, I know that you know where Adam and Eve are in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, there's this book of Isaiah. Any yeah. idea where that is in the Bible? I, of course, I do. Uh, how many How many chapters do you think? Are in the book of Isaiah. Book of Isaiah? Um, I, I don't know, 60. <laughs> you pulled up your notes, didn't you? 60, right? That, there, I don't know the number, but I know that there's at least 60 there because is. you're now reading. I just realized yes. you actually are following along the notes of this conversation. <laughs> Here's what's cool. Yeah. I never knew this story until last week. This A lot of this idea is coming from a Bible study that I've been doing on my phone on the Version app that I talk about nice, yeah. all the time. Yes, I do sometimes pray, Father Jared, contrary to uh, your popular belief. So uh, Isaiah chapter 60. Yeah. Let me set this up for you. Go for it. Had you heard this story before I sent it to you? Um, I remember hearing it, but it was very good to be reminded. You're welcome. Thank you for that. See? You're (laughs) making your priest better. Didn't take much. (laughs) So (laughs) the people... Hashtag hurtful. Uh, hashtag I'm going to get fired. <laughs> the people of Tarshish, Tarshish, how, you say that word. Tarshish. 
Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> the people of Tarshish, Tarshish are bringing their ships. They're they're like okay. Here's this. They're trying to bring all of these things to the holy to to the holy city. They're bringing their gifts as a praise for God. Tarshish brings the best of their ships. Like that's what they're good at. Midian and Ifa. Yeah, we're gonna go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. Ifa. If I, if I see you over there again, <laughs> uh, they bring their livestock. Like that's their thing. Uh, Sheba, uh, Kamini Sofa. That's a small joke for th- the one person that will get that. <laughs> Sheba, do you get that joke? I wish I did. No, no. I wish. I'm glad you don't. Yep. Otherwise, you'd have to go to confession with me again. Yep. Sheba brings gold and frankincense. I kind of think Sheba wins, <laughs> but uh, the wealth of the nations, the best of these creations. Of all these different nations, they brought what they were best at. They brought it to the eternal city to glorify the one who called the people to create. So this reverses Babel. I've, there's another story, a very popular story. We're celebrating the feast in a couple of weeks. I'll give you another test. What's another story that reverses what happens at Babel? Am I still on the radio? You are. So oh, um, at, at, the, at, Tower, at the Tower of Babel, they're all working together. They're yes. speaking. They're you were sp- really cornering the priest. And I, I was. They're speaking. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, God messes with their language. Oh, with their mind. Oh, brother, you're talking about Pentecost. And I it's am coming talking, up. It is coming up. You know, that up. was I, my first mass I that tried I ever to celebrated. Give, is it really? It was, yes. It's really. Um, I don't care all my priest questions were in the previous segment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's actually, that's actually really cool that you celebrated on Pentecost. It'll be my one-year anniversary. That's exciting. Or one year anniversary. We're doing a big Pentecost mass that you should come to. Oh, good. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, So, what was I talking about? (laughs) You threw me off. We were talking about Pentecost. Oh, yeah. The the reverse was like, the reverse of Babel, I always heard was Pentecost. Now, this is another, uh, another one where they're like, yes, having ambition, working hard can be a good thing. You're taking, you know, like like uh, the story of Cain and Abel. Abel took the best of his. He didn't give God literally everything. He gave him the best and he gave him his, right. you know, we believe 10%, like the, right. be, the best of what's on top. So ambition is a good thing as long as you're trying to do it. And like I have to check myself on this all the time. Like why do I do this radio show? Is right. it for people? Is it for God? Is it for me? And like I think if I'm honest with myself, some every day is a little different, a little right. different uh, percentage of that. So just something to keep in mind. Any any final thoughts on, on, ambition, on ambition before we uh, play a little game here? Oh, sure. No. Look, ambition. <clears throat> excuse me. Oh. There's a cough button that there I is uh, continually tried to tell you about that uh, you don't seem to uh, uh, respect me <laughs> enough back. to listen. Brother, I think you hit the nail on the head when you were – really, you were focusing on motivation. Um, I meet people day in and day out who are really lost in life. Um, they are unhappy with life. Um, and we really have to go – one of the things I do with them is we, we go through this this process of trying to remind themselves of – and remind themselves why they're doing what they're doing, why they got themselves into that that work, that family, that job in the first place, and to remind themselves, um, you know, truly what their motivations behind it are. And if their motivations are impure or if their motivations are not for God's greater glory, then um, it's time to adjust um, really keeping Christ center in their life. And, uh, you know, it's just a good exercise, kind of an examination of conscience that we go through. You know what else is a good exercise? I can't wait to find out. A good exercise would be to challenge a priest on the air to a game I of wish rapid you, fire. Oh, I wish we you would. We have four minutes less. Ooh, dun, dun, four dun. minutes left. 
Sam, you are Yo. you are the host of this game. How are you doing today, Sam? I'm doing good. Good to see you, you Sam. You came just in time, just, just in, time in time to host this game. What's the name of this game, Sam? And en- en- enlighten the priest. This is called Prophet Jeremiah or Justin Bieber. Dun dun dun. dun, okay. dun, dun. All right, here you, we go. You read Jeremiah or Justin? You read. So how does this go? Do I answer the? You're, You're going to get the first, first question because I just in all fairness, I've seen the answer to the first question to see if these questions are any good. I will answer the second question. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, you don't. Here Let's we go. Do it. Where would I be if you didn't believe? Is that Justin Bieber or the Holy Writ of God in Jeremiah? <laughs> Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah! All right, you Good got job. you got one. What is my question, Miss <laughs> Shepherd? When will you stop running? Uh, uh, Jeremiah. Yeah. <laughs> has anyone ever heard of anything as strange as this? Oh, that's that's so Bieber. I mean, Je- no, 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 you can't change it. You saw her facial expression. No, that's tried. incorrect. <laughs> I don't know. I know like two of his songs. Okay, and two verses of Jeremiah. <laughs> My heart is a vacant house. Uh, Bieber. It's Bieber. Yeah, take that priest. You're a you're a closeted believer, aren't you? I have no idea. I just read my Bible. Oh so. yes, okay. <laughs> Wishing I could have just washed away. That's Bieber. That is Bieber. Darn right it's Bieber. All right. Um uh, is anyone sorry for doing wrong? Bieber. Oh, Jeremiah. Is it too late now to say sorry? <laughs> I'm tired of always giving you another chance. That's me to you. <laughs> when we were trying to schedule this interview. I love that. Taylor. I mean, Bieber. What? Is that your, is that your final answer? No, my final answer is the other one. No. <laughs> Jeremiah, right. No, no. Yes. He got that wrong. No, <laughs> Mackenzie taking score. That does not count. I tried. <laughs> the heart can see what is invisible to the eye. Mm, Jeremiah. Dang it. Justin Bieber. Mm. I missed that verse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all alone. And this is so sad. And my joy has turned <laughs> to priest. mopping. <laughs> to moping, sorry. Mopping. <laughs> my heart has turned to moping. 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 Moping? She's cheating. <laughs> not cheating. She, I just called you a she. He's cheating. Is that a Sam Bieber song? Cheating. It's Justin Bieber. That's what I thought. Stop cheating, priest. <laughs> God, Lord. <laughs> the Lord is merciful. Haven't I had enough pain already? Jeremiah. All right. Good job, Taylor. We're coming down to it. Two, qu- two more questions. Go. Oh, new one. Okay. I called you, but you did not answer. That is not Bieber. Jeremiah. Okay, I got to get this right or, or I lose. I hope I don't run out of time. <laughs> I'm running out of time right now. Uh, Bieber. All right. Well, mm. Priest Man, we tied, which means that you have to come back again some other time. Uh, okay. We will continue playing the game. We we'll, might play a different game. We'll talk other priesty type stuff. Wonderful. Uh, guys, this has been so much fun. Father Jared, thank you for your time. Thank you for letting me come. All right, guys. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. Guys, we will be back next week. See ya!
Howdy, folks. I want to thank you so much for listening to today's show. I hope that you enjoyed Father Jared Cook as much as I enjoyed my time with him. He is awesome. Go check him out, Jared Cook, on social media. We will be back next week with a great show. Peace.